a disclaimer, this is not LGBT A to Z hate or um, I want to prove or Dungeon wants to prove you're wrong. Be who you want to be. You don't have no problem with that. Whatever you choose, whoever you choose. And make sure that person respects you on the other side and loves you for who you actually are. What we are saying is just because of the choices you choose and the person you choose (coughs) and their features or how they come across visually and their mannerisms are that of a man doesn't mean you completely embody a man. And it doesn't mean that you can annihilate the existence of man. Okay? Men are needed and women are needed. Now, whether you subscribe to what you're called or what you go by or what your sexual preference is that's your business but I will never wake up tomorrow and say you know what I want to dress like the men's section and I want to be treated like a man and I'm going to get me a girlfriend and I'm going to prove that I could be born a woman and men are completely not needed I would never do that. And so this whole notion of, you know, I'm in this relationship and this person does it better for me. So I don't know what's the point of that sex or that that group over there is ridiculous. You can love and be with who you love. It doesn't have to discredit a different ethnicity of a person or men or women just love who you love and stop throwing dirt on everyone else that does something different that's all we're saying i hope you guys enjoy the episode this is the real relationship rapport this is season two episode 11 and you guys have a great week let's get into it yeah. yo 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 what's up what's the word word Man, it's Friday. That's the word. It's Friday. I ain't needed a Friday so bad in my life. Oh, yeah. It was a long week for me, too. You know, now that I'm back in the workforce with y'all regular folks. Yeah. <laughs> and going back in the office, like, life is different now. I know. That Friday, 5 o'clock, we, yo, get the fuck out of my face. Yes, <laughs> Damn. yes. Gotta have me all week. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Dude. I needed it. Yeah. I've, been, uh, I've been surviving on three hours of sleep every day. Why are you not getting enough sleep? Yeah, because of, like the girls go back to school. I gotta be at the office by the time I get off and grab them and help them with their homework and cook dinner. There's nothing I can do. Hmm. Like my week has been so full. Wait a minute, how? What time they gotta be up for school, the boy? 
Well, they get up with me at 5.30. And they got to be there by when? They got to be there by 7. Oh, by 7. And then, and, then, and then I drive from my house, basically, to work, which is 35 minutes. Damn. Um, and then I work until 6-something and then leave the office, drive to my brother's shop, pick up the girls, go to the grocery store, buy something to eat because this week wasn't like oh you just got paid you good for the week it was the week before you get paid so every meal was like chantal get creative uh-huh. the struggle <laughs> get creative meal, like, because right. every day every day this week you gotta buy gas which is so rare for me when i work from home because i don't have to use the truck every day when i'm home you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying i go to the grocery store i buy what i need for the week and i'm in the house why don't but, you just get it delivered so you ain't got to worry about it? Because but I was basically pinching money because I knew I had to get buy gas. Oh, okay. Gas is high as shit. So, How much is it down there? If, depending on what town side of town you're on, it's three, it's three like 60 near my house, and it could be like four dollars near work. Yeah, y'all got it so good. Yeah, and are you talking about are you talking about what grade of gas? You talking about regular or like premium? Eighty, eighty three. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Right, they are getting you for that low grade because I pay for ninety three. We starting up here around four twenty nine. You know, mm-hmm. so I can't put nothing but ninety three in my car. So yeah, and now now I put more wear and tear because I'm driving every day, which is gonna decrease my time of uh having off from no car note because you know within the next year or so it's probably gonna be like all right i'm done i'm like well mm-hmm. time to go buy that new thing i know you know <laughs> time to go buy that new thing but you know what make your life a lot easier shut up go ahead <laughs> you know i know what life... you're gonna say i know what you're you know, gonna I say i just feel like you know, scheduling and all that running around you're doing and having to play Superwoman. If there was just another person around <laughs> who could help you out a little oh bit. God. Just a little. You know, like <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't just one, two days out the week maybe pick the girls up so you can just go home and relax early after work or didn't have to get up at the ass crack of dawn to get them ready for school because somebody <laughs> else was there or, I know. and somebody else was making so much money and live with you that you didn't even have to work no more i know, you know what I mean? but you know what <laughs> and, listen fuck all that right you know this single shit, this is where it's at this is what we, want. we working on ourselves Dungeon, this is not the show tonight. You better stop. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm out of character. Hey, studs, I'm coming for y'all. I'm coming for this y'all tonight, stud. We about to go at it. This is a Friday stud special. Stud special. Let's go. This is going to be interesting. So, clearly, this is the Real Relationship Report. My name is Shannon that is Dungeon. And... We came upon this topic right here because even I, as a woman, don't understand it. I don't understand why a woman will say, I don't like biological men. 
I don't want a biological man. They get on my nerves. And then turn around and say she likes girls, but want a woman that plays a man role, wearing man clothes, doing man-like sexual things with man-like objects that look like man-like body parts. Uh-huh. Um, the aggressiveness is very man. The body language is very man. The let me hold my titties back as flat as I could get them so it doesn't appear like I have titties mm-hmm. is very manly. And I, and not everyone does that. Not every stud does that. But listen, and I, I've had my own theories of why some become studs earlier. Mm-hmm. Especially like going to school in Georgia and in Florida. I feel like a lot of bigger size women when you get to high school, it's kind of like it's either you're going to fit in here or you're going to look like this or you're just going to be the big girl and not like being a big girl or you're going to claim that you just like man clothes and wear your clothes really big and be comfortable in your bigness. Well, let, let, let me put a pin in that right there where you're talking about. We talk okay. about a certain type of big girl, Okay. Okay. Of all, big girls that are voluptuous that have big ass and big breasts don't do that at all. They figure out a way to squeeze their little big asses in some tight feminine clothes and do what all the rest of the girls do. The girls you talking about are built like boxes, have facial hair, <laughs> and, and have that look where they can't look feminine whatsoever because they, they look like their dad. You know what yeah. I mean? So I understand that. Them becoming the studs makes more sense than, oh, I'm a big girl. I need to start wearing jeans. Like Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah ain't had no business ever, like, trying to be a stud. She was always good looking. You know yeah. what I mean? She nice and thick, you know, but the role she played and set it off was was too believable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Too believable. But she never needed to be a stud. It just didn't suit her. And even in her lesbian life now, she's still a you know, in her soft feminine ways, as they say, mm-hmm. as uh, you ladies say now, I'm in my soft feminine uh, stage of life. No, you're not. <laughs> any, of you, any of you women that have to say that, you're saying that because you don't know how to be feminine. <laughs> like, why would, why would a woman, that'd be like a man being like, hey guys, this year I'm going to act masculine. What the fuck you mean? I'm I feel, okay, I feel like, I feel like this week with me going to the office and on my page where I do like a lot of fashion stuff, I was posting what I was wearing. Mm-hmm. And two of the days I wore like a pencil skirt and some sneakers and like a very girly top. One day I wore makeup, right? Uh-huh. All my friends who are like super girly was like, oh, you look so cute. And then when I post like the dress down t-shirt, the joggers, and my Adidas, it's just like, uh, heart. (laughs) So the whole thing with me is like, my style is very like androgynous. Like maybe my mood today might be very girly and you would think I dress like that all the time. Uh And maybe tomorrow my mood might be, uh, uh, cap a t-shirt some joggers and some shoes and you would think it like is she gay 
You know what I'm saying? But my mannerisms are not manly. I'm still wearing earrings. I'm still wearing um, my nails are done. I still have uh, bangles on. Like I, I toss something feminine in there so people don't get the wrong idea because I am in Atlanta. But at the same time, that's <laughs> how I grew up dressing. And then having like all brothers is easy for me to be comfortable in that. Yeah. Now, with studs, they can't, they can't flip flop. It's like they don't know how to do girly. They don't know how to do woman and be comfortable. They look like somebody's forcing them to do that for the rest of their life, and they're they're like so bothered by it. And um, before I, you before you get into it, yeah. Can I can I go off of my little rant about really what they be doing from what I see? Yes. Because you know, tonight isn't really ladies first, it's studs first. So that means I'm cutting oh, them out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here's my problem with you studs. All right. Now I don't get it twisted. I know some studs, they cool. Some that are doing the right, they dress like my my problem with a good majority of y'all, not all of y'all, because we don't make blanket statements here, mm-hmm. is that you want to represent what the worst version of men looks like. You yeah. think you think that all of us walk around with clothes that are, first of all, some of y'all are in the wrong year. Okay? You still <laughs> walk around with baggy ass clothes on, sagging <laughs> your pants, showing your boxers. Big ass T-shirts and all that. At least if you're gonna be a uh, or look like a man of today, men, dress what you know men of today look like that are doing the thugging shit. You gotta wear skinny tight jeans. You know what I mean? Show your boxes. You gotta wear name brand shit. You can't just be out there on the block with dirty ass clothes on, a wave cap, a oh, fuck it. And all y'all wear wave caps. Some of us are proud. Some of us still have fucking hair, yo. Like, stop acting like niggas just don't have hair. Is that's, not what, that's, that's not what Tristan Yell does, then. Huh? What, what Tristan Yell is the ones that's bold enough to come outside topless. Yeah. And stop coming out with your titties out like that in the face. Yes. Just because Instagram don't care no more. Men still care. We don't want to see your old masculine ass up there with hair on your chest <laughs> and big 36 double D titties flopping around. Look at all yeah. crazy. Come on, man. Like, stop this shit. Stop doing what you think the worst of men do. You out here trying to bag mad bitches and cheat on all of them. And then fuck with them mentally because you emotionally know what they what they want. Because you still a woman at the beginning of the day. Yo, the shit y'all be doing is disgusting, yo. Like, some of y'all need to quit. I've seen that. I met studs who, that's just who they are. You know, they got married. They have a relationship. And I respect them because... At least they're not walking around trying to impersonate the worst version of men. Right. It's very rare when you see a stud out here trying to be fly, having a good job, got their shit together, got real money, like real money, not pretending to be, well, not doing the same thing, pretending to be the worst of men, which means pretending to be a broke nigga that got money. That's also but, pretending to be the worst of men. You don't ever see a stud that's like, yo, I'm just going to be out here having a job, support, supporting my family. You know, making real legal money that's good, dressing mm-hmm. well, not out here talking some dumb shit, not out here trying to fight other niggas. Like, I can't get my ass whooped because I'm still a woman. I lost all sense of reality. Like, yo, what is, <laughs> yo, 
I'm talking. You you knew niggas know which ones I'm talking to. You know which ones I'm talking to. Some of y'all are totally out of pocket, and it needs to stop. You know what I mean? Like we we want. I have no problem with studs out there that are genuinely. That's how they felt they were, and they're actually trying to run a household and all that. Like, but if if y'all want to do this right, do what. At least do what the old school men used to do. You know what I mean? Run the house for real, pay the bills for real, be with a woman, raise the kids, all that. Don't don't try to be studs that are nineteen ninety nine DMX rapping ass bitches. Y'all not do. Who you are, and it just shows that women are confused because what the fuck did you stop dating men for? Exactly. Exactly. You might as well keep what I said because at least the dick gonna be real and the dick gonna be good. Listen. You are, you're giving props. I'm sorry. One last thing. You're giving props to someone who can stroke you out for hours on end with a penis that ain't feeling nothing. Oh <laughs> wow! Oh, wow! So amazing! How the fuck do you do that? That's insane. Put a real throbbing connected penis to your body that affects you mentally the way a real dick would. And then sit there and tell me how you will pound out a sobbing, sopping wet pussy <laughs> for hours. <laughs> Until while she nothing and screaming on you. You tell me you you go through that and don't bust a nut. And then you'll see what a real man feels like. Don't you ever Sit there and brag because you got a fucking strap on on and you fucking the shit out of a bitch who's squirting and nothing all over you because you're just pounding and pounding and pounding and not feeling anything. If I could numb my penis, it still wouldn't work. I was still, <laughs> my body, but I don't know what you thought this was, but I'm still busting this nut. Like, my, my dick know what a vagina feel like and when it's... Uh, it is uh, contracting the muscles, and when it's pushing it out, so it can squirt. No, my dick know that. And there's nothing better than that real feeling. Let me tell you that right now. But what we're not gonna do is let you studs keep out here impersonating the worst version of men and thinking that that shit's okay. Mm-hmm. Because that is the same thing as what y'all say when white people be doing a. Uh, be doing too much uh, in black culture. What y'all, what y'all call that? That's a appropriation. Cultural appropriation. This is man appropriation. This is man appropriation. You can't be out here making us try to make us look stupid or dumber than we already do look, some of us, so that you can fuck women also. Do your shit. Yo, be too good looking. Yo, do you watch the shy? They actually, the the even though the, the director of the show is a stud, she actually put a lesbian couple on it. It's just, you know, well, it is one kind of stud. But, like, a stud doing it right. Yeah. Not there trying to be the worst of a man. Trying to raise a family, put them together. Not always out here sagging. She go to work. She provides. If she was just in there talking about, hey, yo, I'm on the block all day. I stink. I don't wash my vagina. I'm out here. Like, yo, how stupid do you look, yo? Stop doing that shit. If you want to be a stud, be the best you can be. Out here trying to be after the no basketball player ever goes to the NBA and they be like, who you want to be like? They be like Kwame Brown. 
That's nobody else aspires to have that as a career. Niggas go, they be like, I want to be like Jordan. I want to be like Kobe. I want to be like LeBron. That's what I want my career to go like. Legends, winners, studs. Some of y'all, not all of y'all, act like the Kwame Browns of females. If y'all don't know who Kwame Brown is, go fucking look it up. Do your Googles. Mm. Then you'll understand the analogy that I'm putting together for y'all. We got a message. I'm going to play it. Man, I seen a, um, when I knew a stud who uh, prided herself on how she pleased women and made them come. It was almost like she was an anomaly in this life. Like she turned herself into a, <laughs> a person that attracted other women by posing as a guy and pleasing them with fellatio and plastic. <laughs> what a life. Yeah. But I bet they might find happiness somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. It is fascinating, though, how someone just goes to unnatural metamorphosis. <laughs> yeah, he, he said that shit. He said, what a life. Yeah, what a life. Because that's what it looked like. It's what a life for some of y'all. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh. Oh, I fuck for hours, bitch. I'm gonna break your back. I'm like, yo, nothing you're providing this woman with is realistic. And then got out here misguiding these women who may be buying, but like sometimes I play with studs, sometimes I play with real niggas. And it's thinking that some of the bullshit y'all do is how men are supposed to act. They have to remember at the end of the day, they are still women. They understand you emotionally way better than men do. And then you sit there and try to bring it you back. But like, oh, my stud uh, boyfriend understood when I was doing it. He understood me when I was going through my period. He understood me when I was emotional at the work. He understood me when I was bullying people and saying, uh, uh, it's because I'm black. He understood. Like, he was like, yo, but I don't. And also, some of the shit you be talking was bullshit. Hey, man, we're going to get to this. I'm just going to be, hold on, let's so Stop calling these women out of the bullshit they be doing, yo. Don't <laughs> let your girl come home no more and tell you some fuckface story about how she fucking up and you just let her do it. Tell her, like, nah, no, you wrong, bro. You wrong. Who cares if we get you in an argument? It'll stop her from coming home and tell you these stupid-ass stories about how she fucking up at work with her whole relationships and think she right and come home and make you listen to it. They should just stop talking to you about it because it'll make your life a lot easier. Trust me. Women need to stop that shit immediately. I, I mean, I'm doing this. Y'all be at, some of y'all be at work fucking up and then come home and want reassurance through a nigga that you know ain't listening to you. But a subtle listen. <laughs> a subtle listen and reassure you that what you're doing is totally fine. Oh, baby, they just hating on you because it's a woman consoling another woman. Another person don't know what the fuck going on because another person don't know what the fuck going on. Oh, bitch, they just hating on you. You know why? Because you got this stud boyfriend that'll fuck you for 24 hours on a fucking weekend. Like, <laughs> that's impressive. The dick ain't real. We don't even, that's not what even this conversation is about, yo. We're just <laughs> about the dick ain't real. But I'm done with y'all in this whole situation of, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm going to be the worst of what men represent. I'm going to be a drug dealer stud. I'm going to be a homeless stud. 
I'm gonna be a manipulative stud. You know what I mean? What about the successful stud? I mean, there, there, they, there are some, but what I've noticed is those women go for the women who are like hoes in the street, like how men go for the women who have the body. They yeah. go for the women who have the body and they got to fight with the woman in the relationship to do right. She's who she was when you met her. Like, even them, they don't get that they can't make this woman want to be a mom. They can't make this woman want to uh, be in a relationship that's healthy because they're attracted to something toxic. And the way you look to her when she met you was on the toxic side. But she didn't realize that you still get up and go to work on Monday through Friday. She didn't realize that you actually paid your bills on time. Yeah, but Shan, you realize it's just uh, part of the 85% that is just studs doing the same shit the 85% of women do. Don't come to our side talking about <laughs> Oh, I'm going to change this girl. She a hoe and I'm going to turn her into a housewife. Have you not seen men that failed trying to do that? That is one of our main creoles as men. Yo, better hold to a housewife. Here comes a stud. Oh, I'm going to turn a hold to a housewife because I know how to be a man better than a man does because I can fuck for 24 hours straight. Shut your stupid ass up. Mm-hmm. This shit is ridiculous. I'm so sick of, like, they're just confusing women even more who were playing the, the fence in this dating scene mm-hmm. and then coming back and then they're, they're telling men stuff like, oh, my stud used to, you know, understand me emotionally and like some of these men are too dumb to be like, you were dating another woman, yo. You weren't dating a man. Right. Comparing them to men. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like just how y'all don't want to be compared to the previous girlfriend. You're doing that by comparing a real man to a stud. Unless women genuinely do not believe they can be or they know men better than men do, which would be hypocritical because every time we tell you, you know, well, I know a woman better than a woman does, you like, how? Any man that says that is stupid. We can't know your sex better than we know than you know your sex. It's impossible. Yeah. But it is also impossible for y'all to even remotely try to think you know how to be and think better than, than, uh, as a man than we do. You have no idea the type of nasty, pathetic shit niggas have said or told me or I've been part of a conversation with that you wouldn't even think uh, a man would actually say. Mm. But some of y'all be like, oh, no, I know, because I know. I got brothers. That don't mean shit. Your brothers are hiding shit from you. Yeah. Because they don't want to come off <laughs> full-fledged pieces of shit like all the rest of the niggas you've seen do. Please get yourself a, a grasp on reality, man. Y'all are losing grip of reality. Like, y'all starting to think shit out here is sweet, where it's just like, oh, no. Yo, uh, I know more than these niggas do. I'm going to act like a nigga do. I'm acting like a man. Got out and defending women not acting like fucking girls anymore. Just like I said, we have to announce when we're in our feminine, like it's a period now. <laughs> feminine soft season. 
I'm gonna act like a girl for the summer, but when 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 it comes, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, get that. Yo, I'm telling you, okay, listen. This massive episode coming where I'm really about to rip y'all a new asshole. He said, I'm going to act like a girl for the summer. Because if you think you're lonely now. Wait until tonight, girl. Y'all get it. Keep acting like fucking masculine ass niggas. This this is the thing too. Like, Remember, even when you're with your woman that you love and you care about and you like women and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? You should like who you like and who you like should like you back. You still need a man to create to create life. Well, society would tell you different. And that's so crazy to me because you cannot annihilate men out of the life picture because you will have no life. It'll just be a whole bunch of women I want women. We want women. We are pro woman, but there will be no more Earth because eventually mm-hmm. y'all got to die off. Yep. So I don't know. Like it seems counterproductive um, for long term, but again, if you are a couple and you don't want kids, great. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Like if I wanted to be with women and I didn't want men anymore I'm not going to go for a woman who's going to dress up like a man who's going to strap on dildos who's going to you know grow hair on her face and and, and uh, <clears throat> get fake beards when she goes to the barbershop that's not the woman I'm going I'm going for a very dainty woman if I wanted women it's, it's- it's incredible to me that the, the cycle just keeps recycling itself for women. <laughs> like some of y'all really just be doing the same shit no matter what sex you're with. Okay, when I'm with men, I'm going to date drug dealers and worthless niggas and then complain about how terrible they are. Oh, man, fuck with niggas. I ain't going to fuck with them no more. I'm going to date women now. Now that I'm with women, I'm going to date women that dress and act like drug dealers and worthless niggas and then get mad about how they ain't got shit going for themselves. They understand me emotionally. So now I'm really willing to stay because they can manipulate me harder than a man can because they are the same sex I am, even though we don't believe in that. Right. It's sad what's happening to y'all, man. It's sad. Like, if, if if I were a homosexual, I would totally understand why a bunch of men would fuck it and not come back. <laughs> because that's what men do. You know what I mean? Like, if I were a gay guy, I'd be like, you know what? It's going to be hard to find a man to stay with me out here because men don't commit to anybody, especially when it's just all about sex. And I'm sure there's a bunch of that going on in the LGBTQ world of men. You know, I'm sure there's men out there also that want to be in relationships and do be in successful relationships. But... I I can just what's going on with females is so much harder with the stud shit, and I feel like y'all are confusing <clears throat> what that stud that stud um experience with what should really be going on with men because 
since studs don't want to act, they become fake men <clears throat> and do they look they besides being the worst of men, they're also the worst of a fake man. So then they should they, they do the shit where they're stunting like they got money and they don't. Cause you a broke stud. You don't really have a job. You don't really make six figures, seven figures, eight figures. You don't really do that. But because Instagram tell you that's what you should do, you take this shit sweet. You go date women, you buying a Birkins and Balenciagas. Well not not that, but at least China. What is that? What's that street called? Canal Street, Birkins and Balenciagas. <laughs> too Canal dumb to look street. At. You could get everything for less. Yeah, she's too dumb to look up the the authenticity of those things. You just come yeah. on to those stud ass and be like, yo, babe, I got you a Birkin. A real nigga would never done that for you. And she's like, yeah, I love the way you sag your pants and let your vagina stink. You I know? can't. <laughs> no, get y'all shit together and stop dealing with these studs and then coming out and thinking that men need to be different towards you. No, you need to start dating a different type of individual. You're letting terrible niggas want you and confuse you, and then you're letting the same sex as you confuse you and influence you the wrong way. Facts. Get a message. The subject is fucking hilarious, man. (laughs) (laughs) I I just just asked somebody, I was like, yeah, one of the little podcasts right now. Man, you know what this lady has said? She said, no, that's messed up. Why would you call the girl a stud? You should call her a lesbian. Well, that's a, like, okay, if, if somebody said, there's two lesbian women that came in my store and they got tools. In my mind, even if I don't say the word stud, I know one of them is a stud because only a stud type of lesbian would carry tools. And wear them yeah and like uh, let, i i hate i hate this whole uh <clears throat> socializing level that everybody at like no it's it's rude to say this call them this fuck it i'm gonna call y'all what's going to best describe you to other people so they can get it quicker let's stop beating around the bush yeah and I'm no longer feeling bad or feeling insecure about telling other minority groups about themselves. Uh, the same way white people feel like they should be able to talk to black folks and <laughs> about their thing and tell us about how our shit goes, I will tell people part of the LGBTQ how their shit should be going and how they doing their shit wrong. Because that's how life works nowadays. So you're not going to make me feel bad by talking about you and your culture and the things that bothering us when white folk keep coming into black culture and doing shit like they did in Montgomery uh, last <laughs> week. Had to learn their lesson. And now oh. fucking folding chairs is going uh, up in the stock market like, Listen. like fucking crack. You know? They use them folding but, chairs for everything. I never see you niggas so happy about one thing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, and this is, this is, the fucking uh, what was that? The Selma, the Selma march is equivalent <laughs> to what happened on that fucking boat. Like I've never seen so many black folk all talk about the same thing. Where I'm like, yo, this. Is 
Y'all people really... got so creative. I love but, it. And don't get it twisted. What what we saw was what we saw. Ain't nobody saying what happened was wrong. I'm just yeah. thinking like, man, this is what it takes to bring you color folks together. You know what I mean? White people getting out of out of pocket again. And this time us whooping their ass properly to teach them stop getting out of pocket. This ain't fucking <laughs> slavery times. Because they just don't get it. Now, don't get it twisted here. Y'all need to understand. You need to understand the parts of the country these things happen in. In Alabama, I'm totally understanding why them white folks were doing what they thought. I know Alabama makes it very comfortable for them to think black people ain't shit but spit under their shoe. Yeah. So I know why they were doing what they were doing. But I'm glad y'all decided to show them, hey, this ain't 1942. You know what I mean? We're not doing that no more. Like, you gonna respect us. And the whole fact that it wasn't even over race, it was about them just being disrespectful. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, we're white. We can do whatever we want. And we're so white, we're gonna jump a black man while hundreds of black people are watching from only a few hundred feet away. You thought one's gonna come up and say that, brother? You stupid right. some of my bitches. You saw what everybody, happened. Everybody, um, everybody thought he was security. He was the he was the captain of that ship. So he oh, had to I come off his I boat. Didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know he was the captain of the ship. He had to come off his boat and tell them to move their shit, and they jumped on him. The, what's so ridiculous is that the fact that he did that hat shit, and now niggas is like, that's what, <laughs> that's what. <laughs> Whole time, Mr. Bassing, or whatever nigga throws at me. I'm like, oh my god, y'all are the worst. I'm like, now you're gonna be seeing the club on Friday nights, hats just flying up in the air. Listen, <laughs> bunch of bros. He in there throwing hats. You gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, I ain't got no hat. I'm gonna blow your brain off, though. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't want to get twisted. I know we got a message over here, and I'm gonna get back on these studs. I ain't done with y'all yet. <laughs> The real problem is people don't know the definition of stud. People don't know the definition of a lesbian. People don't even know the definition of a tomboy. Like, they don't even know any categories. Like, they think everything is the same and shit. Like, they don't know Bush. Like, they got it all confused and just want to throw in that one word and shit. Like, that's just fucking crazy. Just because they want, they want it to be confused so they can be in a certain category want. when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Want it confusing. They want it like, no, you can't label me. I'll label me. Tomorrow I want to be a chair. Today I want to be the table. Uh, <laughs> today I'm a flower. You should call me flower. To the point where while I'm looking for work, these applications are asking, what are your pronouns? Yep, I see. Are you, these, I, these, these applications for a job yep. are asking, are you heterosexual? Are you trans? Are mm-hmm. you, it doesn't matter. What you should be focusing on is my ability to do the job. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the fuck my pronoun. I might come in there and be batshit crazy. Are you going right. to hire me? No. Then what the fuck do my pronouns have to do with this job? Now, when I get the job and I'm hired, now ask for my pronouns. Because now you're going to be interacting with me on a daily basis. But just for that shit, what's going on? But listen, what's your name? Give me a, your resume and we'll figure out the rest. Because we will discriminate the same way we usually do with black folk and anybody else's name that don't sound like it's straight from, from white, white town. 
<laughs> it was like, so don't try that shit. Acting like you give a damn about pronouns. Some of these people that are playing that game will put uh, a scruffy sneaker and 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 uh, and and Taco Tuesday on it the, as they name because they've been playing that game their whole life. Let me tell you something. When I have children. I'm not playing that game with them. I'm like, yo, your name is your name until you're 18. You could decide and pick on a different whatever all you want, but. Because you're not about to be out here playing games with your name and going to jobs talking about my name is Dirty Sneaker Underwear Streaks because that's what I want to identify. No, we're not doing that. Once you get out the crib, do whatever the fuck you want. But you ain't about to waste my money. Matter of fact, you ain't got to go to college to do that. <laughs> A lot of this stuff now you ain't got to go to college to do. Nah. Especially it's if you really play around. It's really about can you learn a skill? Can you do it yourself, or do you have to be? Does your hand have to be held the whole way? Yeah. <laughs> and most of the time, it does. I um. I I don't have any problem personally with studs or however people identify. I just don't feel like you know how people um might be one ethnicity and then they date or they marry another ethnicity. I don't want to hear how a man is not a good person. That's why um, I want a woman that dresses like a man or I want a woman that uh, is labeled this. I don't want to hear how you don't like Chinese women that's why you date date who you date but you don't have to trash a gender or a group of people because of your decision that's my whole thing with that you don't have to trash people to be comfortable with your decision and yeah. when people when people do that it gives me a vibe like you're, you're settling or you gave up or you really don't have a reason of why you did this. Yeah. There's um there's a lot of people who who've done that. You know. Um they just don't really have a cause and they're like, you know what? Fuck. I'm trying this and then then the problem is they become the most ignorant of that group, you know what I mean? Where it's like, I don't really have a, a dog in the fight, but I'm just gonna make drama. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and be out here talking crazy, making the culture look crazy. But they'll defend me because I say I'm part of the LGBTQIA, ABCDFG. You know what I mean? Like, come on. You could be a part of whatever you want to be a part of and love it and love the person that likes that you're a part of it. But you could also shut the hell up about everybody else and what they choose. Yeah. Like, nobody has to worry about what you're doing on a daily basis. Nobody cares about who you're sleeping with, who you're fucking, all of that. You know what I mean? It's not necessary. We're not worried about it. But for yeah. you to be like, no, you need to know who I'm having sex with. You need to know who I like. That's selfish. Just be happy that you live in a country where you have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want. And go do it. Don't sit here and be like, oh, no. I need everybody to uh, worry about who I'm having sex with. 
and accept it because if not, blah, blah, blah. All right, you keep doing that. You know what white people will do. And I don't, I don't care. Why? I don't, and I don't care. This is another place too. I don't care about who this offends or if they're offended. But I do not like how the LGBT A to Z community <laughs> um, issues have stepped over black people in the United States getting equality or what they need in resources. I mean, has it? I feel like it has. I feel like when something happens, it's, it's, it's a it's a bigger uh, community that comes forward and pushes it. Something has to be done and the shit gets done. I feel like um, there's so many groups funding this this issue right here or what's needed right here for these people because they're a part of this. But when it comes to black people, it's just like, ah, oh, everything doesn't have to be a black issue or race issue, but everything in this country has racial undertones. Everything, the fucking music, the games we play, the food we eat, and we're just told like, Let's let's not talk about that. Let's not put that topic on the plans for today. Let's focus on this because this happened this weekend and that happened this weekend. And so I feel like we're our focus has always been put to the bottom under everybody else's shit. Like when when that um that shooting happened here with the Asian people at that spa. Yeah. It took them it took them a week and a half to get legislation on crimes for their people. Yeah. We don't have shit. I look how like look how many years, decades shit been going on with black people in this country and you still have towns in Georgia, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas that are well-known sundown towns with signage. I need I need you to understand about this complaint and why it hasn't been handled yet. It is nobody else's fault except for our own. The simple reason is because we don't take our own shit that seriously. Because there's a lot of us who are still scared. I'm going to be 100% real with you. Right. I'm going to give you the perfect example of how niggas won't even, can't even come together at their highest level. <clears throat> Look at the contracts NBA players get versus the contracts NFL players get. The one thing NBA players did was come together and say, yo, y'all not just going to keep all these profits from us and uh, just sit here like fat cats and do whatever. The one reason why that worked is because one, they have stronger-minded NBA players who come who play basketball. The league is really more or less predominantly black, like heavily black. And two, there's niggas out there that really stand for something that are like, "Yo, I'm gonna speak up for us, whether it's for the good, good or worse." In the NFL, you still have, uh, you know, white white fearing niggas who are like. I'm just happy I got this opportunity. I'm not about to ruin this. 
I'm not I'm not gonna stand up and say nothing with all the rest of these niggas. That's why they struggled so hard with the Colin Kaepernick issue. Nothing about what they doing was wrong, but then fucking owners was like, you you niggas better not get out of place ever again. And how many of them was like, oh, sorry, master. You got, like, people don't see that shit. All they see is, oh, why black men being uh, underappreciated and mistreated in this league? Because they ain't doing shit for themselves. Look at other sports where black men play where they're getting paid crazy money. Yeah, they make us stand up with each other and be like, "Yo, we just don't have to do this. We can go somewhere else, take our time somewhere." Then NFL niggas, they raise differently. I don't know what it is. They still have this like plantation shit about them. Where it's because like, oh, that's why I go. say fucking football is a fucking plantation. That's how they look at it. Look how it many is. fucking look how many fucking coaches got caught on mic saying on, that shit. On, yeah, on some master shit. And look how they do it, quarterback. Usually, and I ain't gonna make it about race, but this is the fact. <laughs> quarterbacks in the NFL usually white. Who are the highest paid players in the NFL? Quarterbacks. Now, that hasn't changed since black men became quarterbacks. They're still getting paid, but now all of a sudden they're having issues with how much they're paying them. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, quarterback, MVP, all kinds of shit. Well, we don't need to pay him that much. Listen, there have been white quarterbacks who have nothing going for them that you was like, we will give you $180 million a year and not look back about it. But as soon as a quarterback that's black come up, got all these stripes, all the awards, been taking you to the playoffs all the year, well, how healthy is he? Is he gonna Is he going to be accurate in the next two to three years? Listen, when white quarterbacks today where Aaron Rodgers has been sucking up money left and right, you think Tom Brady was ever asked that question? Now, Tom Brady is different. He, he is a winning-ass nigga. So I ain't going to even bring Tom Brady. Tom Brady be like, <laughs> I retired this week. I'm back next week. I retired <laughs> but this you, week. But you know where you're going to get. You're going to the Super Bowl if you get that nigga. So it, it, that was different. But like Peyton Manning, who was excellent, one of my favorite quarterbacks all the time, white man. Only won two championships his whole career. Broke a whole bunch of records. Only got two Super Bowls. But let me tell you, Peyton Manning came out of retirement today and went to Lamar Jackson's team. It was like, yeah, y'all got to pay me $300 million a year to play here. They would drop Lamar Jackson, <laughs> take him to court for his contract, and put it you know, Peyton Manning's dad and pay that nigga. Because that's how the NFL worked. And then guess what niggas were standing up and be like, that wasn't right in the NFL. Maybe 15. The rest of the league be like, I ain't saying anything about that. I don't want no problem. I'm getting my money. I'm getting my paper. So I watched a documentary on that. And I say this all the time. When you give people who ain't never had money, money, uh-huh. and tell them what they have to do in order to keep it. Uh-huh. You still, you still have that you under my thumb uh, mindset concept, uh, mm. because um, they don't want to lose what they're getting. They never had what they got, and most of their families be sitting at home waiting for their paycheck. Certainly do. do what they need to do, and that's something where I feel like y'all have new players every fucking year. Y'all watch these young boys from when they were in middle school, high school, 
and then finally you get them on a team and there's no program that helps them learn financially what they need to take care of. There's no program that helps them uh, figure out how to deal with family and how no, to pick no. out. I won't even. I won't even allow you to go there. There is. Them no. niggas ignore it. They the first thing they put them in. They show it all the time. They have every team is required to have this. They have a financial education course for them players because they know what they understand what's about to happen to them. They tell them, and they have the realistic coaches coming to talk to them. Not no fucking. Uh, they don't do a Zoom meeting. Okay, It'd so be, I've seen that. I've seen that, but. Them, they not mentally prepared. That's like when you go to class and you know there's going to be a test after this lecture. Of course, you're going to listen for that moment, but that doesn't mean that it's embedded. Yeah, but at the end of the day, what are you going to do? Because it happens to NBA players too. It happens yeah. to all professional athletes. Yeah, the niggas come in at 19 who, years who, old. Who was that player that um, was like doing like 100 and something miles per hour and killed somebody? Oh, whatever nigga that was in the NFL, he ain't no Saints. Well, he ain't on nobody no more. They gave him a slap on the wrist. No, he didn't. He got, he got three to ten years. That ain't shit for killing somebody. Yeah, but the, uh, white men get it all the time. White men drunk drive kill know, people and, and then go the over for two years. And my point is, that's the only reason why he got that short time is because white men see him as a prophet. But he, he ain't going to get nowhere in the league when he come back. <laughs> you know, uh, it's not a, it's not a good look. The, the league is very much about politics as well. Why did they, uh, they didn't bring Colin Kaepernick? But Colin Kaepernick was not hurt. Colin Kaepernick went to a Super Bowl. As soon as he started saying Black Lives Matter, the whole league was like, mm, "Don't know about this one." Like, come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, trust. They're all about politics, and I get that. But like, you can. If you dominate the league, which black men do, you can change that shit. You know what I mean? Who got a message from over here? Let me see. Let me see. Let black me see. guy. Dad, that is so amazing. Wow. Preach. Who was preaching, yeah. ugly? I just, I just need people to... Uh notice shit and stop waiting until oh when did this happen this been happening or this been in formation it's just like be so easily distracted by bullshit i'm just like dog you don't see that these people are are 30 years ahead of where we are right now listen hawaii have been blown away by a hurricane and wildfires and all you niggas doing running around Throwing, throwing up hats and making slamming, slamming phone <laughs> on people. Y'all really don't understand what's going on in this planet. This yeah. and it's mostly niggas. Like it don't be other cultures get it. Yeah, niggas be like, oh, what's funny this week? Folding chairs. Oh, oh, oh. it was good. They're like, yo, my man, Hawaii ain't here no more. And they're like, oh, whoa, is that a folding chair company? Oh, oh, oh. I'm like, Fucking niggas. I'm like, <laughs> like you got it's hard to get a something. It's hard, man. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is no more. I'm just like, like I'm one person. What am I supposed to do? We know what the answer is. Like, I, I always give the example of what happens with the airlines. Look at what happens with how we get treated, and look what happened one time. 
Excuse me. It's been a long week, America. That same summer during COVID, when they mistreated that Asian man and carried him off of, I don't know, United or American Airlines, whatever it was, because he couldn't speak English and he was trying to explain himself, and they carried him off, dragged him off the plane, and China's fucking Twitter, the next day said, we will no longer be flying. Nobody from this fucking continent will no longer be flying with United Airlines. And the CEO came out the next day and was like, we apologize for what has happened. That is done. <laughs> we will never let this happen again. Get that nigga, that Asian man, or that Chinese man fucking a year and a half of free flights, a couple million in his bank account, everything. Same thing happened, or not same thing, but rich black people who have first class and pay all this money to first class fly over to do shows and all that stuff. They will cancel your flight and tell you, get the fuck out of our face. We don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And all you niggas to do is go to Instagram and be like, you see this? See what's happening to me? This is about, because you know what? It's all about you. Niggas never see anything about coming together. Yo, don't get it twisted, Shan. I'm going to say this is going to sound crazy, but it's real. George Floyd wasn't about black people coming together. That was about the whole world seeing what we go through. Yeah. That's all that was. If George Floyd had been us, they wouldn't have gave a fuck about it. They had to do what they did because the whole world saw it because wasn't nobody doing nothing. Yeah. That's the only reason. Do not think black people made that happen. We didn't do shit. We do what we always do. Oh, let's make a meme about it. Or oh, talk about it. Let's go on out about it. And then white people, Asian people, and everybody was like, no, nah, that, 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 that doesn't look cool. Like, they literally killed that man on camera. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want that to happen to me or anybody in my family. That's why that happened. Because the same shit's happened since nobody gives a fuck about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They may not have choked the nigga out, but they didn't shot some niggas. And, you know, you know, and like I said, I'm never going to be no advocate for niggas who break the law and then think that they shouldn't get killed. Like, the reality is this. You break the law and put yourself in a bad situation. Whatever happens is what happens. Now, it's different when you, Breonna Taylor, where you fucking sleeping in your bed and niggas breaking in the wrong house and shoot your ass up. Now, that's that a problem. Was, that shit was the messiest motherfucking <laughs> that, plot. That's a problem. But when you Mike Brown, when you robbing convenience stores, running away from cops and doing a bunch of fake gangster shit and then get confronted by a cop and shot and killed, and you think I'm supposed to feel bad for you because you were 16, 17? Your big 6'5", big ass out here doing stupid shit because your parents ain't tell you to stop doing the dumb fucking shit you was doing. <laughs> but now because a cop killed you because he was scared, I was supposed to be like, oh, that's wrong. No! You shouldn't have been robbing convenience stores with your big ass. How about that? And then maybe a cop wouldn't have ran up on your big ass. There are, there are preventative things that as a parent, you know, I'm responsible to do. Like, yeah. so tell my brown skinned kids, you know, we go in the store, take your hands out your pocket. But I'm not mm -hmm. doing nothing. I know you're not doing nothing. But for us, when our hands are in our pockets or in our bag, we are automatically thought to, to be doing something we are not supposed to be doing or stealing something or being deceiving. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it sucks, but it's, that's just what you do. 
Now, if my kids in my absence go in the store and purposely doing that shit, then I can't be like, oh my gosh, they they locked my kids up, but they weren't doing anything. Well, what what what, what got them here before mm-hmm. this whole shit went down? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and those are the discussions that aren't being had. Like, why? What, what was being done to have something bigger happen to have this ending result? I'm not saying the ending result should have been this, but I'm saying could it have been prevented? And a lot of times it could have. And nobody wants to have that conversation, and it's annoying. Yeah, very annoying. But let's not listen. Let's just keep dancing and, and thinking everything is cool. Like, no. What do you mean? <laughs> like, it's going it's gonna to be a crazy, a crazy winter, a crazy fall. You know what I'm saying? People out here are hungrier than they were last year. Um, less options than they had last year. And I just hope that your stud can keep you warm at night. <laughs> Hope your stud, you know stud probably out there doing the same shit all these because they like to do what's trendy. Your stud probably yeah. out there running in with these groups of robbers stealing clothes from Saks Fifth Avenue and Nordstrom and then snatching the pack and bringing it home to you talking about, I'm balling, baby, and your stupid ass believes it. Be like, well, how are you balling? You don't have a job. Oh, I just bought you a $1,200 dress from Saks. It ain't even my size. Don't matter. Put it on quick and don't earn it. Not knowing this nigga here running a fucking robbery scam with with fifteen other people in America, please stop letting that shit happen. I don't know what 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 kind of country we in where we're like, yo, I get where there's a, a dis <laughs> disappropriate amount of minorities in jail, uh-huh. but now it's starting to look like is it disappropriate because. When 40 niggas is running into a fucking Nordstrom and just stealing everything and running out because they don't have to start, uh, go, they don't have to do bail, you're almost yeah. like, so what would happen? Because this, this is showing you what would happen. What would happen if we just took bail away and just let people go right back out in the streets and, and wait until their court date, which they won't show up for? Niggas is showing you what they will do. They're like, well, we'll just get worse. Fuck that. Put bail right back where it used to be, where if you steal a bar of candy, because you're not going to fix the system right. So put it back to where if you steal a bar of candy, you get 80 years in prison. Oh, well. Somebody should talk better. Or, you know, you can be in a confrontation and spit on the officer in the wrong state, and they give you 70 years like they gave that black man in Texas. Well, you just go out to deal with it. Shoot him in Seventy the years for spitting on an officer. And was that officer white? Yep. Well, you should have known better, nigga. Like, I don't know what is wrong with some of y'all? Like, y'all, this shit crazy. I get, I get what we're like, yo. It shouldn't be this way, but it's not. Okay, we don't run the world; they do. Stop acting like you could just force change by trying some bullshit that's gonna make you get taken away from your family and your kids. It's not worth it. You're not Martin Luther King. 
You're not fucking Malcolm X. They got rid of all them niggas back in the day. Yeah. You not you the people the mentality you motherfuckers got ain't nothing like their mentality. So stop trying to act like you're real activists. Just sit here, do your shit, make as much money as you can legally, take care of your family, your children, and your friends if you can afford to, and live your life. I can tell you it works out. That's what I'm over here doing. But you know, this I was just telling my brother this this new generation, they just feel like they should have it now, not five years from now, not when I save up for this, they just feel like, Well, I don't wanna go to work and get paid this amount of money per hour. What I gotta do to make seven hundred today? And that's what they doing. They making more money doing theft, breaking into cars doing all types of shit, stealing people's packages than they would if they clocked into a job. And it's the it's the value in self that's lost because if you really value yourself and where you was trying to go and you had a goal for yourself, you're not putting yourself in that position to have that be a risk. And I can I can I make an announcement to him, Shane? Hmm? Jail still works for you too, nigga. <laughs> Damn what generation you're from. Jail worked the same for all you motherfuckers. Yo, I love how you you younger generation people think things is different for y'all. Go out, do a mass shoot and see what happens. Go out, rob a store and see what happens. Go out and beat somebody from a different skin color and you black and see what happens. Stop thinking y'all niggas is different. Yeah. Nobody thinks you're fucking different. You're just in a park another generation. That's it. You still have the same stigmas against you. You cannot go out here and do whatever the fuck you want. Stop following these white kids you hang out with and doing what they can do what they want. You can't. And then your monkey ass parents need to start telling you that the same way mine did. It doesn't make you a worse person. That makes you fucking aware. Uh, what is wrong? Yo, people hate making niggas aware of anything. Because it seems like, oh, you're hating or. You're just jealous. Nigga, no, I'm trying to give you gains so you can be a better human being life. Hey, I'll be hating for my freedom in society. How about that, you <laughs> fucking idiot? Now go on, take your dumb ass to jail because you thought you could do what these white people do. Stupid ass motherfucker. Yeah, I ain't never seen such dumb people before, yo. And we done totally got off topic because we was talking about you studs. This is we the did, <laughs> this but is it, black it, folk talk. <laughs> I feel like, I mean... We were we were bound to get off topic a little bit because it affects a little bit of everything. You know, it throws off the dynamics a bit. And it has a lot of these kids confused about what their options are and their choices. Um and I'm not I'm not saying, oh, look like this no matter, you know, what you like or what you're into and when you go home, you can do what you want. I'm not saying that because we also had that generation where you have older people looking at the people today, how they get to choose their relationships, they get to choose their jobs, they get to choose their neighborhoods and their... I feel like a lot of older people are jealous of the fact that they have the audacity to show the world how they want to live their life. Uh-huh. But at the same, And I'm not saying they shouldn't live their life how they want to live their life. You, you should. But don't step into somebody else's lane and thinking 
the way you're doing your shit is superior to how everybody else does their shit. No, do your shit and be happy in your shit and just hush. Be quiet. That's you it. don't speak for everybody. That's it. Yeah. Stuts. But um the masculine episode, the masculine energy episode. Yeah. Uh, you said you said you wanted to do a panel for that, right? Yeah. How many people you got you get? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get get my people for that too. I'm I'm gonna get at least two, but I gotta see what their schedule is. That's why I ain't scheduled it yet. I do we want all women except for me, or do we want like me and another guy and and the whole women? I mean it's up to you. I'm not, I I gotta get at least one more male to get okay. that and then I want all I just want me. So what what can we do? Six people. So it's gonna be four. So me and two of my people, and then you and two of your people. Yeah, I get I get the other male, and I get a uh, another people. Okay. What what were we setting that for? Um, uh, let me check with the people I'm thinking. To uh-huh. see what they can do, and then um, I'll text you. Yeah, give me a week because I want to get that shit up heavy. Okay, cool. That's the more going on these streets than a bunch of females out here rapping like this. <laughs> oh, y'all are getting totally out of pocket. Rip me out. <laughs> we be eating niggas' ass. Oh, yeah, I'm sucking. I'm sucking his dick. I was like, yo. What's yeah, that was a y'all? lot. That was a lot. Y'all are getting way out of pocket now. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> I was like, every time that girl speaks, Suki, I'm just like, she doesn't speak for me. Don't well, listen to her. She's speaking for about 80% of women, though, I can say it. <laughs> Boy, she is. She needs so much yeah, of a clip. Like, yo, I'm embracing my hope. And I'm like, yo, I feel you. Ain't nobody hating on that. Ain't nobody hating on that. But Jesus, like y'all isn't even trying to be feminine no more. You know, like, you know how people have layers and they put on this facade. I yeah. feel like her layer is so covered up in bullshit that I'm just like, girl, who are you really? I don't, because figure it out. You don't wake up and just be this one day, nigga. This is this is created over a period of time and experiences. <laughs> Yeah, nah, she she's awesome. Who? <laughs> He's wild. Okay, I feel you. But y'all, this was the real relationship report. We shall be back before the end of this month. Um, enjoy your weekend. I'm definitely gonna enjoy mine. Mm-hmm. While we were recording, I was spreading my bed, so it's nice and comfy when I get out the shower. <laughs> and, uh, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to be in my bed like nobody's business tomorrow. All right, man. And there's a lot of good preseason NFL football happening this weekend. Mm. You ready, fellas? We back on. Lord. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good weekend. Y'all be good. Peace and love. We'll catch up with y'all. Bye, black guy. Peace. Now I had thought somebody was talking, talking about somebody on what all y'all was saying on when Shannon was talking about people that finally get 
real money and stuff. I know that black guy probably getting the real money from what I know. That nigga's definitely homeless. <laughs> it sounded like he was trying to talk on uh, uh, talking subliminal messages. You better watch his mouth. Right. I've been That's working right. three weeks now. Fuck out of here. Lord. <laughs> Check y'all on the flip side. Bye. Peace. Oh, thank you.